Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, happy Friday, you crazy bastards. Damon D here. This is the Under Review Show brought to you by betonline.ag. Head there today. That's where we get all our odds, lines, news, and stats. You should go there to get all of your odds, lines, news, and stats, except for when you get them from me. Um, you should continue to do that. But uh, I will happily, happily stay here and, uh, and filter it all through my, uh, through my mouth hole so you can hear it instead of having to read it. Of course, the under-review show is uh, sports betting distilled. That's my new word for this week. It's distilled down to just the stuff you need to know to get into every day or week. We bring some people on who know their stuff, uh, but mostly it's me yammering on, giving you insight um, and also uh, lines, odds, whatnot. Um, Fridays, of course, uh, we just set you up for the weekend. We set you up to get you into what's happening in the weekend. And, of course, um, NFL season is here for now, for this time. And uh, that will dominate most of what we talk about because there's a lot to go over and there's a lot of interesting stuff that comes out of it. Um, the reason why we partnered with somebody like Bet Online is they uh, they give us the access. So the cool thing you're going to hear about this show, if you've never heard before, is that we we get like we're on the we have an ear to the to the people. Um, if we have weird questions or strange happenings in lines and odds, they are always first to let us know what's going on and why, so we can hopefully translate and articulate that to some insight for you to use when you go and bet your butts off. Um, I'm, of course, with Damon D., um, sports betting aficionado. I've been doing this for 20 years, and um, frankly, uh, I think I'm pretty fun to listen to. Um, I'm going to have a sip of uh, an espresso here. It's been a wild week, so I need a coffee, late coffee today. Man. Mm. Oh, that's delicious. Yeah, we we need to get a coffee sponsor for this show, as well as as well as a sports betting sponsor. That would be great, actually. I don't know why people don't get sponsored by coffee. Um, yeah, like why I would I would just be a, if I was an athlete, I would crush coffee. Caffeine is a great drug to use to pump yourself up before games. Um, we're going to get into a bunch of things today, mostly NFL. That's where we're going to wrap things up, but there's, uh, some topical things that we need to just get out of the damn way. Uh, mainly being, um, you know, politics futures, because it has been an absolute, insanely asinine last week or so, um, which has resulted in Joe Biden, um, who, you know, at the beginning of the year was not even considered a favorite, right? I mean, a lot of the odds had to do with money, but Trump, Trump was still like a slight favorite in the minus territory to win the presidential election. Um, but even the fluctuations that happened during, um, you know, uh, the the race in 2016, or over the last four years as Trump's been in office, there's been minor fluctuations, um, but nothing major. Uh, obviously, until the um, the DNC selected a candidate, um, you know, there wasn't a solidified like opponent um for uh for president or to, for, for for trump to go against so that's a bit a bit different than in your standard matchup but since um joe biden was selected uh consistently uh been in the lead bumped out of the lead though about a month or so ago but in the last week he's uh, rocketed to uh, uh, as a minus 200 favorite um uh, over Donald Trump. Now, a lot of um, 
Trump money came in, strangely enough, in the last like a week or two and moved the line. But since this whole COVID, like crazy batshit stuff that's going on, um, it has actually uh, rebounded. And Joe Biden's sitting at minus 200, three weeks out from the election, uh, which has been, been, it's been like that for, it's not been like that for one hell of a long time, um, which is quite a, it's a quite telling thing. Hmm. Especially considering that Trump... Um, Money came in, and you would expect that line to pull down, but he's almost at two to one. He's plus one seventy right now um, to win the the election. So if you're uh, if you're keeping tabs, uh, that's fairly significant. Um, uh, books lost their asses on Trump uh, in 2016 because they didn't pay close enough attention, and obviously the uh, the polling was just abysmal. Um, and uh, and I always say like you put your money where your uh, um, you put your mouth where your money is in the money where your mouth is. I always look to betting to see predicting things happening um, because uh, there's no political affiliation in a sports book winning money. Um, there, there really isn't. It's more um, they just need to, to make money or they want to not lose money maybe in some cases. Um, so you're going to get a really a, a far more honest indication. Obviously money moves it around, a far more honest indication of things and especially in something like politics – it's important to uh, to view these as um, like holy crap. Is there so much Joe Biden money coming in um, that uh, that they needed to move the line that much? Uh, that's not what we're hearing. We're hearing that a lot of Trump money came in, punched it, um, but this is more of a security thing. So very interesting to see. Um, but I'm I've, I've been I'm on the ear of the bet online uh, handicappers. And, uh, and they're giving me updates pretty consistently on what's going to happen with this and why. Um, be interesting over the next few weeks to see what happens as things get closer. Uh, but pretty darn interesting to, uh, to see, this, um, see this happen. Uh, tonight, uh, NBA, Game 5. Uh, Lakers to win the series is now minus 5,000. Plus 2,000 for the Miami Heat to actually come back. Um, and win this. Lakers tonight are minus seven favorites um, at minus 325. I mean, it's pretty significant. This series has been pretty tight in terms of a point spread per game here, though the Lakers have been favored to win the series, but not anything remotely this close to doing it. If you think the Heat have it in them, um, which I don't, I think it's it's sewn up tonight, but uh, there's your latest and greatest line um, Miami Heat are so scrappy though. Like you might as well take a flyer and plus seven if there's not going to be any more basketball to to wager on for another three months, right? Not even get the season going until the new year now. Might as well see if the see if the Heat can take you, you know, keep it interesting for you, and then they live to to then you can use that money to uh, to bet on Game Six that might happen. And then while you're at it, if you go plus two seventy on that. You know, if by chance they know they cover and they win, you're laughing. But at least you get the cover to, to pocket away some uh, some money until you know till next season. Um, <laughs> pretty wild though. Uh, and they're wearing the black the Mamba jerseys tonight too, I believe. So I guess that pretty much says it's like it's game over, right? Um, if the uh, if they're wearing the Mambas for an elimination game. Uh, the question is, you know, I want to, I want to see if I can bet on is um, um, who, uh, if they don't win, if the Heat win tonight, 
do they bring out the Mambas for six, game six, or do they get superstitious with it? I, I think they have to rock the Mambas the entire way through. Unless they go to game seven. Yeah, maybe they don't. If it's a game seven, because that would be some bad mojo. If you do the triple Mamba, the triple Mamba jersey, and then you lose the series. Mm. By the way, don't put it past Miami to make this stuff happen. Hey, if you think about next year, though, um, I think the top four are really interesting for the 2021 NBA championships. The Lakers are actually favored now before the end of the season here um, at plus 400. The Clippers, plus 500. Um, but the Golden State Warriors and the Milwaukee Bucks are basically in third place tied at plus 900 right now. They're saying, you know, everyone's going to come back healthy. Um, you know, Golden State just parked it this year, got healthy, everybody quarantined. Um, they're saying they're going to be back in a very, very big way. Um, next season, which will be awesome, especially if the Lakers win. If it, especially if it's a Lakers, Clippers, Warriors like like dog fight for the West, that's fun. Because um, the next West team is like the Nuggets, who next year are at twenty to one to win the NBA championship. Um, that's that would be an absolute wild thing if, if Golden State. I mean, it's, it's 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 imagine how fun this season would have been if Golden State was in the mix, right? Or whatever you call this season. The asterisks. No, I don't think anyone's going to have an asterisk six here. Um, <laughs> they should, though. It's the weirdest thing ever. Hey, some odds on uh, potential NBA CS series here. Um, if Astros and Yankees play, Yankees are minus 205. Um, like, uh, over the Astros, and who, like, everyone wants the Astros to lose. Anyway. Can anybody like honestly cheer? Isn't the grossest series possible? The Yankees versus the, the Astros? What do you even do? You just throw your TV out the window. That's what you do. Um, but if the Astros play the Rays, hey, the Astros play the Rays, uh, Rays are favored at minus 180. Basically, in both scenarios, um, the Astros are favored to lose. Okay? Um, and um, Dodgers Braves, Dodgers minus 225. God, what if they play. Oh man, I, you can't even imagine if they played the uh, the Astros in the weird, screwed up, bogus, strange year that we have come to hang out in in 2020. That would be perfect, would it? I don't know. I don't even know if what what happens then. Um, but Dodgers are big time favorites to make it to the World Series right now. Minus two twenty five. Yeesh, yeesh. Before a game's even been played. Yowzers. Um, let's talk some football. Okay. I want to send you off into the weekend on a high note here. Um, let's get football. Let's get this, this week five, this strange week five, because games are getting tossed around like mad. Um, and we know that a few things are changing. A few games are changing. A few games are staying off the board. Um, it's actually been really, really weird for um, for the handicappers here to like figure out what to do. I mean, it doesn't change too drastically. The only thing that like the odds don't, but you just don't know who's gonna be in the game, right? It's such a massive change um, because you know it, it would, they're up to thirteen or fourteen 
players on the Titans, right? And I'm sick, and only four or five of those guys are practice rosters. So that's significant to how they're going to perform as a team. And then psychologically, what the hell is going on with them? Um, I will say the Bears covered against the Bucks and also got an outright win to go 4-1 and one on Thursday Night Football. Um, there was a couple of series there by the Buccaneers. If they get their shit together, they figure out what the hell they're doing. Um, they had five penalties, I think, on one drive. It was super crazy. Tom Brady's doing everything he can. Um, and, he, and he's getting so flustered, he's forgetting what down it is. Um, but it's more of like the culture of a team there, right? Like when you're having undisciplined, crazy penalty after penalty and you're searing yourself and it's just you're giving the Bears every single chance that they could ever need to get a score, when you're doing that, you, the whole team culture changes, and uh, you know, a guy like Tom Brady is just—it's about perfection. It was great to see him mad on the sidelines because he did that a lot in New England when they had a lot of young sort of receivers that just weren't get, didn't have their shit together. He would—he'd light a fire under them. Like Tom Brady getting mad at you would be pretty significant if you're a two or three year guy where you're like, I don't want this guy mad at me. I want this guy to like me. I want to leave. I want him to retire, being like, he, I, he, I really enjoyed my time playing with this guy because he's the goat. And it really motivates people. It's a strange thing. He's, he's, he's a good motivator. Not only leads by example, but he'll he'll freaking spaz out. He was spazzing out. Um, uh, the Bucks should have run away with this. They probably could have. But gosh, that was some seriously terrible freaking um, undisciplined. Just they shot themselves in the foot. You don't want to leave. You, you beat yourself there. Let's go at it. Uh, Panthers, Falcons. Wow. Does anyone really care? Falcons, one-point home faves. Barely. Barely a game that I even that anyone even wants to look at. <laughs> oh, that's a weird one, hey? Uh, but here's a really good one, an early game. The, the Raiders-Chiefs. The Chiefs are 11.5-point favorites over the Raiders. Good Lord. The Raiders are this weird team that shows some potential here and there. But then when you put them up against a real team... They actually just look terrible. Um, KC, by the way, are um, I mean they're 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 flying. They were having a tough game against the Patriots. By the way, a losable game. Um, you know, the Patriots backup quarterback. There were, there was turnovers that really killed them because um, there was a point there where you didn't think KC would get going, and the only reason they got going is there's a pick six. And then there was another big turnover that resulted in a touchdown. There's a 14-point swing there um, that, that probably wouldn't have happened with a guy like Cam Newton in the game. Um, and that makes things very interesting. But regardless, KC is on a roll right now, and they're going to roll on the Raiders hard here. But 11 is so many, so many points. Uh, Rams against Washington. Uh, Rams 8.5-point faves. Now, the Rams are a surprisingly good team. Um, I, I remember I was saying in the podcast last year that I was just like thinking, you know, um, are they a bit of a wash, right? They lost like you know, arguably one of the best just overall players that we've seen in a long ass time. You know, Todd Gurley just disappeared right through, through you know, whatever, wherever it is, the arthritis in his knee or whatever it might be. But, but you just saw them get figured out in a Super Bowl. Players turn and leave. You know, Goff is like an okay-ish guy. Um, but you see him just turning it on here. And uh, and they're legit. They figured some stuff out. Um, eight and a half point favorites versus Washington. Uh, Jags versus Texans. Texans five and a half point favorites. Jeez, the Texans. What is going on? They've just had a just 
just get throttled by very, very good teams. But we're talking about teams that are like really, really freaking good, you know? And the, the poor Houston, if they just got some momentum, I think they'd do some damage. They just have all the pieces there, but they've just been running into just juggernauts of teams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just in their last place in their division. I mean, um, they're going up against the Jags for the last place in the division as five-and-a-half-point favorites. Whereas, I mean, the Titans 3-0, Colts 3-1, and um, Texans are 0-4 on the season. Playoff team last year. By the way, 9-7 playoff team, but playoff team last year. And everyone expected an uptick in performance. What an odd thing. They were Cardinals versus the Jets. Uh, Arizona, just what a fun, surprisingly fun team. Um, I think everybody has just high hopes for them. I've never seen a team that more people who don't give a crap about them root for. Um, you know, they're 2-2. Two and two. They're, They've got a tough division here. Rams at 3-1 and one ahead of them, Seahawks. And, but even the Niners are like, if they could get healthy again, um, they've just got to, this is a buzzsaw of a division here. Um, but the Cards get to go on the road and have just a you know, cream puff of a New York Jets team. They go to, you know, 3-2 and two on the season. Rams aren't going to lose. But, you know, it, if they can stay in the hunt, the Cards make it really interesting in a, in a very, very hard division to mess around with. Eagles, Steelers. Uh, Eagles, wow. What a, what an odd team. By the way, um, right now the Eagles are first place in their division. So I can't say it. At 1-2-1, and one, by the way. Okay? Um, they've given up 30 more points, 25 more points than they've scored. But they're in first place in the NFC East, which if you've ever listened to this podcast in any other season, I will tell you that is the division you never bet on or bet in or within. It is always a soap opera. It's always so hyper dramatic. It's all so always, always bass backwards. You don't know what's going to. You have a team that'll be like undefeated, but they'll go against an, a winless team, and because they're in the NFC East, they'll just lose to them, and glaringly in the middle of the season, and you're just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why we bother. But the NFC East is just a an absolute like soap opera reality show. It's the Vanderpump Rules of divisions. And it's terrifying. Um, and you have a team like the Eagles, who are 1-2-1 and one on the season right now, going on the road to play the Steelers. And, and as they're doing it as seven-point underdogs. For, for all intents, um, they, they should probably get destroyed, but we don't really know how good these is. By the way, the Steelers are, are, very, are pretty damn good, leading that AFC North division. Um, barely. Ravens and Browns are both 3-1, and one, though. Wow. This is becoming the buzzsaw of a division. How good do the Browns feel to be 3-1, and one, hey? Uh, but Steelers against the Eagles, I don't even know. It's an NFC East team. You don't know how good they are. Bengals-Ravens. Ravens getting some love here, and they're going to do what they do, for sure. Um, and in a division game like this, I think it, it, it's, an, it's a steamroller. Um, they're 13-point favorites at home. Once again, I hate ten double-digit point spreads in the NFL. You'll hear me talk about it over and over again. This is one of the few that seem right, and they're, um, it's going to be a sad day for the Bengals. The Ravens, if they go, they go. If they stay healthy, they go. Dolphins visiting San Francisco, minus nine favorites. I mean, everybody had some weird expectations of the Dolphins. No one really knew what they were going to do, but 
Um, I think everyone expected him to be a bit better than uh, than one in three on the year. Um, I, I think they did. They didn't think they thought the Jets would be the worst. Everyone said the Bills um, are going to lead the division. The Patriots are going to be a question mark, but probably pretty good. Um, the Dolphins were going to be better than the Jets, but not by much. And the Jets are going to be what they are. Um, I don't think the Dolphins were expected to be this absolutely terrible. By the way, they almost beat the Bills, and the Bills had to come last last second to win that. They're, um, the Dolphins are, are minus nine dogs going all the way over to San Francisco. I don't know if that's about right. Um, though that San Fran team is just going just gonna to grind them out. Giants, Cowboys, Cowboys nine and a half point favorites. What on earth? This is another one of those divisions, right? Um, Giants are 0-4, but the Cowboys are only 1-3. By the way, the Giants have only only have 47 points scored this entire season. Okay, um, The Cowboys, who are third place in the division at 1-3, have 126 points scored um, for the season. A hell of a lot more against them, by the way. So... Uh, you know, right now they're vying for the worst defense in the entire NFC. I think they are, but um, I don't know. <laughs> the Giants can't get in the end zone. The poor bastards. Um, so the Dallas Cowboys are just going to get that on virtue nine and a half points on virtue of just stumbling drunkenly into field goals. Um, by the way, surprisingly, the total sitting at fifty four for this. So we, we have a pretty reasonably high total. Not the highest on the board this week, but. Close to it. So 54-point total, 9.5-point spread, and a New York Giants team that basically puts up um, 12 points a game. I'm trying to do some fuzzy math here, but you know where I'm getting at. Uh, Colts-Browns, a pick em. Colts are people saying this, is, this defense is absolutely legit. Um, it's, I, I mean, there's not much can be said about... Um, their style of play and what they've done to be where they are, but to be three and one in in a division, they've only given up fifty points for the entire season. You know, statistically the best defense in football right now. Um, they're they're a pick 'em against the Cleveland Browns. Who Cleveland Browns are up and down, right? They're they're really an emotional team. When they do well, they're great. When they when they're not, when they get punched in the mouth a little bit, they tend to implode. Um, I think this has got the writing on the wall. This this Colts team's got to go on the road, but. Um, if they can sock it to the Browns here, when they don't, when they don't get going, when OD, Odell gets you know kicked around a little bit, um, it goes bad. Mayfield, when he just doesn't feel it, he just gets pouty and sulky, and uh, things can go south big time here. Pick 'em game though, um, for for this for these guys. I mean, in the Browns, pretty middle of the road um, offensively, right? Pretty good, but not phenomenal. Um, but a uh, a bit of a sieve of a defense. I think Philip Rivers can do some damage to those guys. Sunday Night Football, uh, Seahawks, seven-point home favorites versus the Minnesota Vikings. There's another team, and I know that Adam Thielen is just absolutely killing me, just just destroying me. He's He should be better, or I want him to be better. He's I'm, I'm dying in fantasy football because of him. Um, I just want him to be so much better. He... Um, the, the Vikings right now are in an odd, strangely bad position in a division where 
The Bears are weirdly at four and one. The Packers are undefeated. Vikings are one and three. Can't put up points. Can't stop anybody. But just so middle of the road. You feel like they have. And by the way, they're just coming off their first win of the season too. Zero and three heading into last week. Um, I don't think. I think this is a bad spot to be in if you're the Vikings because you're gonna get your butt kicked by Seattle. And when you do get your butt kicked by Seattle. Um, this is going to do damage for the rest of the season for you because um, you're going to be five games in. You're going to be one in four. You're going to watch Green Bay just running away with this with the game with this division. Um, and then instead of like being competitive, um, you're watching the Bears also put distance between them and yourselves um, by squeaking out these like two point wins all season. Um, you know they've. Their, their combined win is like five points all year. It's wild. The Bears are strangely better than they should be. And you're the Vikings. You're going to end up one and four. You're going to be staring up at two teams. I think psychologically, you're in big trouble. Um, and I don't think I'm gonna see, we're going to see a massive resurgence from this Vikings team. Um, although the Bears have to have, they've got a pretty gnarly schedule. Um, Let's look at the uh, the Chargers Saints on Monday night. The only official, the real official uh, Monday night game. Um, the Orleans Saints are seven and a half point favorites over the Chargers. Um, that's going to be that's about right, actually. That Chargers team is something. Uh, you know they're they're in a rebuild, and I think that's okay. Um, I think I think there's nothing wrong with um, with being being in a rebuild and staying competitive here. I feel like that's where the Chargers are. The Saints, though, uh, I feel like the Saints really, it's going to be a really weird Saints team this year. I, I really think we're, we're seeing a decline um, in Drew Brees that is like, it's you know what it is? It's, it's, we get so confused when we have the Bradys of the world just getting old and just doing what they're doing, and then you've got like Breezes of the world a year younger um, doing what normally quarterbacks do, and they fall off a cliff. That's generally what happens. They get to a certain age, and they just kind of fall off a cliff. Um, not that he's off the cliff yet, but you just see the writing on the wall, and you just see his accuracy, and you see what's happening here. And you, with the weapons that they have, they could and should be better. Um, I don't know if they cover this, by the way, but it's going to be interesting to see what the Saints do in a game like this. Um, because if they, you know, if they play their cards right, they they have a winnable division here, okay? Because the Buccaneers lost a squeaker. They're not there yet. By the way, the writing on the wall for the Buccaneers is that they could be very good if they got their shit together. Um, um, that that division could slip away. It's going to be interesting to see, anyways. That they they've got a gimme here and they've got to really get back on top of the Bucks um, because the Bucks are going to get better and a lot better. I think there's a lot to like about that team. Um, a couple of games that are considered off the board at the moment, but just to give you a heads up on, um, there's also Monday Night Football, um, Broncos-Patriots. Um, Patriots last checked were in the seven-point um, range. Uh, this is an early game, though. They're gonna, it's going to be a 2 p.m., uh, 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern kickoff here, which is going to be super weird. Um, yeah, the, the, they, they might have a Cam Newton, too. So we'll see. If not, I believe it's going to be a Stidham start. Who knows? What a weird, weird game. But that's part of the reason why this games like this go off the board. And then your Tuesday night game, of course, the Bills-Titans, uh, which 
I mean, on paper, uh, what a fun, what a fun game to uh, to cheer for, right? Um, but right now, it's off the board because the Titans just decide to just keep getting COVID. They're just so much more COVID than than anyone expected, and they might not even have a game to play. I got five days to get through it. <sighs> Going to be a weird one, um, and the season continues to get stranger and stranger. We're only five weeks in, so. Um, Let's hope that uh, these guys can quarantine. I mean, if I'm a head coach, I go, guys, everyone's in the hotel or you're off the team, and that's it. Isolate the rest of the season. I don't care if it's two months. I don't care if you don't get to see your family. Uh, If someone wants to see you, they isolate for two weeks somewhere, and then they can see you, and we'll schedule it and monitor them. I don't know. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways. That's it for me this week. Enjoy your week five. Head to betonline.ag. Get yourself a bonus for using promo code REVIEW when you sign up. I'm Damon D. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Adios, muchachos.